0: I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. Tomorrow's primary day in Indiana. The contest that's drawing attention is the Republican Senate race. The incumbent, Richard Lugar, has held his seat since 1977. He's twice chaired the powerful Senate Foreign Relations Committee, and he's been known for reaching across the aisle on national security issues. In 2005, Lugar worked with a junior senator from Illinois on a bill to prevent the proliferation of weapons of mass destruction. Now, his Tea Party challenger in Indiana is using that against him. Here's the world's Jason Margolis.
1: When Barack Obama ran for president four years ago, his campaign aired this advertisement.
0: The single most important national security threat that we face is nuclear weapons falling into the hands of terrorists. What I did was reach out to Senator Dick Lugar, a Republican to help lock down loose nuclear weapons. We have
1: to Fast eat. forward to this campaign season. Here's an advertisement run by Lugar's Republican primary challenger.
0: No wonder they call him Obama's favorite Republican. It's time for new conservative leadership.
1: I'm Richard Murdoch and I approve this message. Richard Murdoch is the state treasurer of Indiana. His campaign did not respond to repeated interview requests for this story. Greg Fedig did. Fedig is active in the Indiana Tea Party and co founder of the group Hoosiers for a Conservative Senate. His group's goal get rid of Richard Luger.
0: I personally voted for him for five
1: times, but I will not a sixth time. Fedig ticks off a litany of reasons Luger has to go. The senator has served too long in office, has drifted too far to the left, and Senator Luger has worked with Obama. You're helping someone that doesn't espouse the same views as we do. And again, the senator would call that bipartisanship, and it's not, but it doesn't work that way anymore. Fedig criticizes Luger for being one of 13 Republican senators to break party ranks two years ago and vote for the new START treaty with Russia. Under that, the U.S. and Russia agreed to dramatically cut down their nuclear stockpiles. Fedig says this was a bill drafted with the Cold War in mind. We're 30 years past that point, and it doesn't address uh, North Korea, it doesn't address China, it doesn't address Iran. So if we cut down our arsenal, we become weakened. Fedig is confident that Luger's primary challenger will stay true to his word and not reach across the aisle. Richard Murdoch's website plainly reads, quote, Richard Murdoch does not support Barack Obama. I caught up with Senator Luger at a campaign event in South Bend. This was how he responded to the notion that he shouldn't work with President Obama on foreign
0: policy issues. I think it's a very unreasonable suggestion, and as a, as a matter of fact, not a very patriotic suggestion. Each one of us had, had better be able to talk to everybody in our own country, other countries, in behalf of our service personnel with boots on the ground, in behalf of peace with people, uh, if, if persons want to run for office uh, indicating under no circumstances, will they ever talk to a hostile president or a hostile whoever? That's their business. But uh, that wouldn't be a, a very exemplary service to Indiana or to the country.
1: There was a time when many Republicans talked like Richard Luger Toward the end of the 19th century, a class of Republican leaders viewed foreign affairs as being above politics. That didn't mean blind obedience, but foreign policy was seen as a calling that demanded service to the president, regardless of party affiliation. This attitude began to change around 1980, says Margie Hershey, a political scientist at Indiana University in Bloomington. I think 1980 was a marker for a lot of changes in American politics in terms of uh, change in the nature of the Republican Party that later generated change in the nature of the Democratic Party, um, change in the media as we began to see a much bigger increase in cable and various other segmented media and new media. Hershey says all of these factors have led us to today's extreme polarization. She worries when she hears Tea Party supporters say there can be no working with President Obama on foreign policy matters. She says the only way to make the system work is through compromise. Or else you have to find some way of subduing the interests that don't agree with you. Frankly, I think that's an anti-democratic with a small d philosophy. There's nothing the matter with compromise. But should Republicans compromise with the president on foreign policy matters if they fundamentally disagree with him? I've always personally believed in the water's edge view of foreign policy. That is, we ought to present a united face to the world as much as we can. Mitch Daniels is the popular Republican governor of Indiana. Daniels is endorsing Richard Lugar. The two men have deep personal ties. Daniel says when it comes to foreign policy, Republicans should be the loyal opposition. My reading is that Senator Luger has differed strongly with the president on a number of grounds and said so, but he's done it in a, a civilized way and not all, always in a very public way. But um, no, I think folks should uh, reflect further on the importance of our speaking with one voice internationally. Senator Luger is now trying to remind his party base that he has disagreed with the president. On Luger's campaign website, there's a national security section. There's no mention of working with Obama to reduce weapons of mass destruction. Luger does, however, criticize the president's policies in Afghanistan, and Luger faults the president for not getting congressional approval for actions in Libya. In South Bend, Luger emphasized that the two men see the world very differently and are no longer working together
0: the last time I've had really any consultation with the president was in the Situation Room prior to our work in Libya as a country. I had very different views than those of the president or the administration. I appreciate being heard, but obviously uh, uh, my advice was not followed. And for a variety of reasons, I have not been subsequently summoned to the Situation Room or to any other room. Many of Luger's
1: critics suggest that he's running away from his record of bipartisanship to get re-elected. Tomorrow, we'll know if that strategy worked. For The World, I'm Jason Margolis, South Bend, Indiana.
0: For more of Jason's U.S. election coverage, including his stories on immigration issues in Nevada and Florida, go to theworld.org.